Well, today we have the incredible Zuchos to learn Daf Tes in Yevamis. And just a quick Chazara, it was, uh, it was a little bit of a complicated Daf, but I just really want to highlight two, two Iker Yisodos. So the first, of course, was actually on the bottom of Chesam and Beis 8b, where the Gemara recorded a Machlokus between Rebbe and the Rabbanon. Remember, again, everybody focusing on the idea that the Pasik by Yibum is written in a bit of an elongated form. Instead of saying V'lakach V'yavam or V'yibim, it says V'lakcha V'yib. Ma. So the shayla, of course, becomes what do you do with these drashas? So Rebbe holds that halacha lemaisa, halacha lemaisa, the Torah, the, the, the psukim mean as follows. Velakcha teaches me that yibam could only be performed in a situation where one could marry either of the wives. In other words, assuming the brother who passed away had more than one wife, yibam only takes place if the surviving brother has the ability to marry any of the wives. If, however, he's precluded from marrying any one of the wives, then he is precluded from marrying all of the wives. The yibma teaches us that halacha lemaisa, that it is only mitzvah that the tzara, the co-wife, is prohibited, but in a non-makom mitzvah, the tzara, the co-wife of an erva, is permitted, a drush we've had many times. The Rabbanon, on the other hand, have a different drasha. The Rabbanon hold that the lakcha teaches us that halacha la should the yavam do yibum and then decide that he does not want to be married to this woman anymore, he gives her a get. He gives her a get. In other words, one might have thought that halacha lamaisa, the yibum relationship is something different. Kamashwan yibum becomes marriage. And just like marriage is only dissolved with a divorce, so too yibum is only dissolved with divorce. Furthermore, again, halacha lamaisa, once he divorces her, as long as she has not married anyone else in the interim, he has the ability to remarry her. That's falakha. The yabma ultimately teaches us that even yibum balkarcha, even if the yavam violated the widow, halacha lamaisa, that still affects yibum. Bosei will point out that the Rambam accepts the approach, the drushes of the Rabbanon. And therefore, halacha lamaisa, if a man does yibum and then the marriage doesn't work out and he wants to d- dissolve the union, he requires a get. And therefore, halacha lamaisa, if after they get divorced and they decide to reconcile, as long as the woman has not yet married anyone else, the yavam has the right to remarry his divorcee, his sister-in-law. And we also do pass, although we'll get into this sugya later, that even if the Yavam violated the Yavama, the Yibam does in fact take effect. So I'll say, so that was, that was one of the major pieces of today's daf. We then, the Gemara then went on to explain what each one does with the other's Pasuk. Specifically, again, we went back to discuss what does Rebbe, how does Rebbe darshan, or what does he darshan from Allah? So that led to an entire discussion about the Halachos concerning inadvertent transgression of Isure Karis, specifically what happens if one inadvertently goes ahead and practices Avodazara. So I'll say, so the, the Gemara essentially explained that Halacha Lama is another piece from the Rambam, which is from the Gemara, that any mitzvah, or I should say any avera, which carries with it a penalty of kares, if transgressed intentionally, will carry with it a chiyah of chatos, if transgressed unintentionally. So we saw that play out in a number of different cases throughout the daf. Both say towards the bottom of the daf, the Gemara then went ahead and discussed the idea as follows. First of all, another important halach, another important concept, that the more severe the death penalty, the more relaxed the other restrictions. So we saw, for example, if an individual worships Avodazara, he is killed with skila, which is considered to be the most hummer form of death penalty, but yet interestingly enough, his property is spared. Yet by the Irani Dachas, the city which worships Avodazara, they are killed 
with Saif, with a sword, and yet their property is destroyed. The Gemara then went on quoting Levi, right? Levi said to Rebbe, why is it that halacha lamaisa? Why is that halacha lamaisa? The Mishnah only records 15 cases. There should be 16 cases. There should be 16 cases to which the Gemara goes through an entire process. But bottom line is because of the 15 cases, the Gemara only records cases which are not subject to dispute, which are not subject to machlokes. Any additional cases which will be subject to machlokes Ultimately, the Mishnah does not does not include. I will say we did see the statement of Rabbi Chia, which we learned a little bit quickly today. Rabbi Chia espoused three principles. He said, "Hasur lazeh mutaras lazeh." If if a that ultimately, again, when the wife or when the sister-in-law is asur to one brother, she's permitted to a different brother, or when she's prohibited to one brother, she's di- permitted to a different brother. And he said, And a case of where the sister is also the co-wife is a case that leads to chalitza or yibam. We'll, we'll, we'll discuss that principle. I know we flew through it this morning, but we will discuss in the Mirat Hashem tomorrow. But again, just for the purpose of the sugya, the Gemara seemed to indicate that Allah said is only uncontested cases that are included in the tally of the 15. Anything subject to Mahlokas is not included in the Mishnah. All right, we'll say, Shkoyach and Freilich and Porn.